Megan Rapino and Sue Bird, from what I can tell, have a lot of medals and a lot of money. And you know what they don't have? Daughters. So they can take a seat because those of us who do and need to worry about their safety and their fair play object to your desire to push men into women's sports. And I don't give a damn, and most people don't, what you call me or others who feel as I do. I will fight you. I will fight you tooth and nail as you try to endanger my child and take away her fair shot at a medal, at winning, at the wonderful feeling of crossing the finish line first or winning in a fair game. I just don't agree with your facts, which began with the presentation of one of the most outrageously persistent lies that I hear, which is this private jet. We don't own a private jet. I don't own a private jet. I personally have never owned a private jet. And obviously, it's pretty stupid to talk about coming in a private jet from the State Department up here. It just honestly, if that's where you want to go, go there. A few moments later. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to enter into the record uh, article here from February 15th of 2023. The, the John Kerry family private jet was sold shortly after accusations of climate hypocrisy. Uh, Mr. Secretary, do you stand by that testimony Not that you've never I, owned or I personally, your family, I by your family? Personally, yes. My wife owned a plane and sold the you plane. You flew on That's that plane? Been, uh, not in a number of years, and, but I have flown on it, and sure. this article is not then inaccurate, that your family owned a plane, you flew on a plane. The, my, wife owned, my wife owned here's a plane. The, here's the issue. Yeah. This isn't some kind of partisan gotcha. When we are asking Americans to make serious sacrifices as we transition for the common good, and your family and or yourself are flying around on private jets, that smacks of hypocrisy. It actually hurts your cause. Make no mistake about this. We promised them 33 Abrams tanks in January. I heard again two weeks ago in Ukraine, they still don't have them. We've been telling them we'll train their F-16 pilots, but now they're saying maybe January we'll let somebody transfer some jets. I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President, have you, I know you're running for president. You are distressed. You, you are distressed notice. that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Yeah. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States, I and it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased, right. and yet. Your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. Tucker, I've heard that routine from you before, but that's not my concern. The total body count from Russia in the United States is right around zero. Like, I don't know anyone who's been killed by Russia. I know people personally who've been killed by Mexico. The government of Mexico allows fentanyl to be made in its country and to come over our border. Yes. And remittances from Mexico are a huge part of their economy. The Mexican government is party to the murder of hundreds of thousands of Americans. So why is Mexico less of a threat than Russia? Well, two things. I think we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Okay, but yeah, and fr- frankly, mean, here's, here's no Americans killed by Russia, yeah. hundreds of thousands killed by Mexico, but Mexico's our ally and Russia's our enemy. How does that work? Well, I'm not going to pretend like I, the legislation I have sponsored and I would sign as President of the United States 
freezes the assets of the Mexican cartels, targets the Mexican cartels, and hopefully eliminates the flow of fentanyl. Because I do agree with you that 70,000 Americans losing their lives on an annual basis is an existential threat to America that we can solve. We don't have to choose the good news. Is Would you be willing that. to say to the Mexican government, your economy runs on factories right over the border, car plants, for example, but many other manufacturing uh, plants, and we're just going to slap tariffs on that and tank your economy, like tomorrow, unless you stop allowing poison to come into our country. Like, why not do that? I, I say you use every tool available to stop fentanyl from coming across our border. No, no exceptions. Interesting. In California, you can go to prison if you misgender somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're okay with that? Oh, okay. So you think, I think you so? You think if I misgender some? Okay. So if I go up to somebody and I misgender them, I can face prison time, and you're okay with it? Oh, yes. Okay. That's the problem. The problem you're is you're forcing speech. Is that okay? So if you went up to me and you're like, you're a man. If you came up to me and you told me. Well, I don't want to assume your gender, so I don't know how you tell me. Okay, well, I abide by she, her pronouns. Okay. Alright. <laughs> and if I say him, I could face prison time in California, and you're okay with that. That's forcing speech. That is a form of fascism. That's the problem. And welcome to another Monday. Wow, such happy news going <laughs> always, on out there. Always Holy trying God. to start off on a good note, right? So glad that you brought in the comedy routine to start things off. Yeah, today. Jeez, well, it is, oh, man. it is a comedy routine. What's going on is a comedy routine. <laughs> Over half, always... almost half of millennials now believe that it should be a crime to misgender somebody. Well, believe it all you want. Believe it all you want, because <laughs> some of us are just are never going to play your game. We're just never going to play your game. I'm never. Will you ever, ever? Ask a per have you yet or will you ever ask somebody their pronouns? I will not. I will not either. Although I have to admit, when I now I, I've had to make a couple of calls, you know, to like Cox Cable or mm -hmm. you know, to uh, various eight hundred numbers, whatever it might be, and I have noticed myself questioning whether to say yes, sir, no, sir, or ma'am, thank you, ma'am, because now I'm not sure. Now I'm really confused as to who I'm talking to on the other end of a phone. Might as well just go with you. That's that's kind of what I've I've adopted now is, hey you, hey, <laughs> hey you, hey. what are you doing? Because <laughs> I'm never gonna be like, what are your pronouns? And I'm certainly never gonna gonna go with the they them thing. I'm never gonna do no, that. No, no. You know what? They is a plural. You're not. So figure out another word. I think that's honestly what is what has chased most people away is the they them. I don't think people necessarily have a problem if you look at some fruity guy and he wants to be ma'am. I don't think people have a problem with that. I think the real problem is when they when they pretend that they're they're so sophisticated that they can't be gendered. They're so outside the realm of normal that we have to come up with something different. So we have to consider them as a little bit guy and a little bit girl and a little bit something else. So they're they. Well no, you're not. The sad part about everything is, is that it's the kids that are that are really suffering now with this whole madness, whatever we want to call it, this disaster. 
yeah. uh, that we live in today. And, and I was listening to a, a Bob France the other day, and he had a uh, a doctor on. I believe she was a doctor, like a psychologist or something. And she was really great. And but she was talking about, you know, it, there are people out there with gender dysphoria, people that actually are maybe not what they came out to be. They weren't cooked properly. And there's some sort of a, you know, mental disorder, if you will. I, I'm not trying to say, you know, it's a bad thing or whatever. I'm not trying to down, uh, downplay somebody's agony over going through something like that. Yeah. But it's a very small percentage of people that, that actually have that issue. And yeah. the problem that you're having now is that it's almost like a fad. It's almost like if you want to be accepted... You do something like this. There are groups of kids that are now going to doctors together saying that they want to change their gender. It's, it's a cool thing. It's not a real thing. Let's 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 just be real here, dude. Can you choose what you're going to breathe? No. You have to breathe air. There's no other way around it. There's no you can't just decide that you're going to breathe carbon monoxide. You can't identify as a carbon monoxide breather. Well, you can, but only for about 30 seconds, and then you'd be done. Right. Is that You, you agree with that point? You cannot yes. identify with that? No, it's the yeah, same right. thing with gender. You can be a boy that thinks nothing but girly thoughts and has that girlish, you want to chase guys, you want to wear dresses, you want to wear makeup, you want to do whatever girlish things are, which I don't even know that we're supposed to say that there's girlish things anymore. Right. But but you can, you're still a guy. If you're born a guy, you're a guy. You're always going to be, no matter what, what cutting you have done on you, no matter what surgical thing you have done on you, no matter what some stupid-ass shrink making 600 an hour tells you, you're going to be a guy. Accept it and accept that that's what you are and live your life any way you want. Yeah, but see, the problem is, is that you one, you have parents that are losing their minds and, and trying to change their children. I mean, I've seen celebrities, yeah. Megan Fox, Charlize Theron, or whatever her name Wade? is, and all of a sudden they have their boys that all of a sudden are changing into girls, mm -hmm. and they're putting dresses on, they're giving them long hair, they're doing all these things to make their children something that they're not. And then you also have kids that maybe aren't as accepted in schools. And this is one of the things that the uh, person that I, I heard on the radio the other day said, that you have kids that aren't accepted. They're kind of nerdy. They're kind of outcast. They're you know sitting in the class by themselves. But now, if they come out and say, I'm, I'm the wrong gender, I want to change genders. Now, all of a sudden, these other kids flock to them. And they want to give them the attention and everything that they weren't getting, they're now getting uh, because of this decision. And it, it these kids are confused as to what the hell they to do, are. and they shouldn't be. They are, but it, it, it will swing back, and I'll tell you why it'll swing back, because the strong will always outweigh the weak. I know you're not big on watching um, famous mob things. I know that's something you avoid, like the plague, watching, you know, like the Godfather. That's not true at all, you liar. <laughs> I just haven't seen that particular group of movies well, you yet. Have seen, you have seen The Sopranos, right? Yes, you remember at the last season of The Sopranos when um, Tony goes into AJ's room because they gotta they gotta hide, right? And Tony goes into AJ's room. He's like, "You gotta pack your stuff. We gotta get out of here right now." And AJ starts with the, 
I don't know how I feel about all this, and I'm really sad. And, this. and what does Tony do? He grabs him by his hair, yanks him out of the bed, throws him in the closet. Is like, you pack your shit and let's go. You know, <laughs> he 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 stops that phony fake weakness in a heartbeat and is like, you're gonna man up now, or I'm gonna murder you now. Right. And that's what's gonna end up happening. And I and I don't think it's gonna be the American people. I think it's gonna be when China or somebody of strength decides it's to, that this is the time to make the move. Yeah, because and, you know, the Chad here is correct. It is child abuse. It's child abuse, what they're doing to these kids, and it's abuse what the teachers and, and schools are letting these kids get away with. I mean, it, it is straight up child abuse. And yeah, I agree. I, I don't know what we do about it, but uh, we can get back to all that. Right now, we do have our guest on the line. I know that uh, she's been waiting to come on. Uh, Melissa from Yellow Brick Road Auctions, the owner, operator, yellowbrickroadauctions.com. It's a great website, and we had her on once before. The internet was not our friend uh, that day. Um, I'm assuming and hoping that everything is good today. It looks like it is. So let's welcome Melissa to the show. Melissa, how are you? Good. Hey, Seth and Chris. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Much Can you hear better. me? Yes, much better. <laughs> we wanted to have you on again to, to kind of get the lowdown on what you do, because I think it's a very cool website. I think it's a very cool idea of what happens. And so explain to people Yellow Brick Road Auctions, what it's all about. All right. So I've been doing it for nine years. I opened up my company because uh, I did work for two other companies prior to opening my own. So I opened up mine about three years ago. And what it is, is when someone is moving or they have a parent that passed away or a parent that's moving into assisted living, most of my clients are moving to Florida, believe it or not. I sell and liquidate everything in their home. It's done online. So you just go to my website. A new auction goes up every Thursday and everything from that home that's worth putting on auction is online. I take a bunch of pictures of all of the items and the bidding starts at only five and $10. So it's fantastic for anybody, whether you're a train collector or you're a young person who just got your first home and you need some furniture, or even if you are into cars and motorcycles, because I put cars and motorcycles on auction too. However, when I do a car or a motorcycle, of course, there's a reserve starting bid price. Those don't start at 5 or $10. But it's great. Everything's online. You get to sit from your home, look at everything, look at all the photos, read the description, and then you can place a bid. So I just had an auction close. We were taping from the um, going live on your nine. That auction closed last Thursday over $9,000. Wow. So it's great for the homeowner because they don't do a thing. My staff and I do everything. You just sit there, everything goes online, and then your house is cleared out in one day. So like right now, Melissa, we're looking, we, we've got the current auction that you have up right now, and there's just a lot of nice stuff here for like $5 current bid with only three days left. So there's, you know, as an example, there's some really good buys to be had right now, correct? 
Correct. Now that auction is a little different. I do all sorts of auctions. I do your everyday home to mansions, million dollar mansions. Um, a lot of other companies will kind of pick only houses where they make the most money. I don't believe in that. So the auction that's up right now that you're looking at is a smaller auction. It's not a big one. However, if you notice the first two lots do have a reserve set on something, which is the Charlie Daniels signed fiddle right. that comes with a certificate of authenticity. So um, then there's the Charlie Daniels American guitar That's that he awesome. plays on stage. And that comes with their certificate of authenticity. So it's really neat because you can find everything. Um, so that auction has everything from the heated porch lights that you go and buy and spend loads of money on. Bidding started at $10 on that. Wow. So, so do you get a, I, I mean, a, I, I see the, the beauty in this is that if you're just like a young kid starting out, you can get out there and buy like this upholstered chair for 10 bucks, you know, or you could bid on it and hopefully it stays at 10 bucks and you get a good deal. But at the same time, do you find a lot of people letting collectibles go like these, like the Charlie Daniels fiddle and the guitar? Oh, definitely. I do a lot of collectibles, especially like Lionel train collectors. Oh, um, those are really, really big. Those will start at five or $10. However, a lot of the bidders wait until the last day of the auction and they wait to put in their bids on that last day. So you'll see when an auction closes, all those people will jump on and start bidding then. And of course the price will go higher. So um, is, it, is it like really easy to like log on and like, do you have to like put in your credit card information first or how do you pay for stuff? What, how does that work? So all you have to do is hit the register button. And when you hit the register button, you have to come up with a username and password. So always write that down so you remember it. You enter your information and you do have to enter a valid credit card. The only reason why is because we do not want someone to just be able to bid on an auction and say they buy $500 worth of items and then don't show up to pick it up. Right. So you do have to put a valid credit card on file. However, you do not, it's secure. It's very secure. Um, I also am the only company in the United States that verifies all of my new registered bidders. So in other words, if you were to register today, Seth, um, I am going to get a notification that you registered and I'm going to call you at the phone number you entered so that you know who I am. I'm a real company. Um, you're not putting in your credit card on some company that you can never get a hold of. And I'm going to talk to you and walk you through the process again and then just let you start bidding. So it's real easy to register. Hey, hey, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and that eliminates like, like on eBay where you have the robots that just run the price up too, because in order, in order to be in here to actively bid, you have to already have put in a credit card so that, so that people have to pay if they, if they win the auction. Right. And, you know, you did bring up a good point as much as I hate to bring it up, but shilling is what it's called in the business, which is okay. illegal. Shilling is when an auction company that is not honest, they have fake bidders that, mm -hmm. that bid against you to try to get your price to go higher. That is illegal in the business. 
Governor DeWine signed into law last September 15th that every auction firm has to be now licensed and bonded by the state. So when you go on my site, you'll notice on each auction, it has my license number. I went and took the three hour exam down at Columbus, did the background check, got the surety bond. I will never shill. Two companies I worked for prior, that's one of the reasons I don't want to be with them. Okay. I caught them shilling. I won't say their names. I don't believe in that. But you do have to be careful. It's I don't know if you ever heard live auctions. A live auction, sometimes that will happen. They'll put plants. We call them plants. Hmm. Plants in the audience. Sure. And they're beginning to try to get people go, oh, wait, it must be worth a lot. And that will make their price go higher. But I just know it's illegal in the business, and I am very honest. I will not put up with that. Right now, now, uh, Melissa, let's say like on the screen right now, I have this Pitco fryer that for ten bucks, that's that's worth a bit there, you know, to to get a fryer. That being said, let's just say for the sake of argument, I won this bid. How do I get it? Do you ship it? Do I have to come and get it? Do we make arrangements after the auction? How does that work? So you'll notice on the first page of every single auction, it tells you when the bidding starts, what day the bidding concludes, and what the required pickup day is. Okay. So you know ahead of time that if you win something from that auction, the title of the auction will tell you the city where the house is located. So you'll know how far you have to drive. And then it tells you what the required pickup day is. Now I have over... 8,721 collectors on my site alone. A lot of them are from out of state. So shipping is available. So if someone say from San Francisco wants to bid on that fryer, they know by the shipping information that's listed on the first page that I'll bring that item to UPS, which I use the UPS store in Brexville, okay. and they pay UPSing, the item gets shipped to them. So most people though, Believe it or not, I had a gentleman from Wisconsin. I had some mid-century furniture, which was gorgeous, wow. on an auction a couple of months ago. He actually drove from Wisconsin to pick that up. So there's some people, you know, from Pennsylvania that'll drive here and pick it up. But I had to laugh. The Wisconsin trip was a little longer, but he wanted that that badly. And he got it for a great price. And I, and I would imagine with the collectible stuff, you, you might get more of that as well. If it's super, super rare, you know, the, I don't know, the, the first guitar that Jimmy Page played at a Led Zeppelin show or something, people might, might try, drive from California to pick it up to ensure it doesn't get broken. Oh, definitely. Um, in fact, I hate to bring it up, but I just, I do a consult. So when someone wants to use me, I go to their home, do a free, no strings attached consult, they show me everything they want to sell, and I okay. approve it. I say, yep, that can go on, or no, I'm sorry, that's a garage sale item that's not worth it. Mm -hmm. Well, I just had a gentleman's home, and he had an original Studio 54 poster invitation from when Studio 54 opened in 1977. Wow. It's a highly collectible item. So... We're looking forward if possibly that's going to be going on auction soon. Okay. But, you know, we get a lot of very, very co good collectibles. And I think I mentioned before Irte. 
Irte is my favorite designer. He was a famous designer in the 1950s. And whenever Irte's go up, those will go for good money because a lot of people will fight for those. But I had two Irte's on a past auction and the gentleman who won them lived in California and he paid to get them shipped to him. Okay. All right. So do you, do you do other stuff? Like, like I have around here, I have a box full of fine China that was like my... My uh, grandmother's China, and you know, I know it's old. I know it's worth money, and but I don't know any way to possibly sell stuff like that. And, like if people just have stuff that they want to try to auction off or sell, do you do stuff like that, or does it have to be through a home of somebody that is you're cleaning out? No. What I'll do is, if you give me a call, then I'll go to a consult. I'll go to the home and look at what you have. Because a lot of people don't know what they have. And let me give you an example. You mentioned China. The three highest collectible types of China are Haviland, Limoges, or Noritake. I so, have Noritake. There you go. Noritake is collectible. The other thing is that the millennials today do not use China. No. So China does not sell as well as it did, say, 20 years ago. And the reason why is, I hate to say it, but millennials are a throwaway society. They do not even use China at Christmas. <laughs> they use paper plates. So it's still collectible, but it also depends on the pattern. If you have a pattern that, even if it's Noritake and it has a bunch of floral on it, might not go as well as, say, the white Noritake with the silver ramp. That will sell better because it's more neutral. Sure. Uh, Melissa, is there anything that you won't sell on the site? Like somebody asked in our chat um, about firearms, and I would think firearms would be one, maybe, you know, rare bottles of wine because it's alcohol and there might be some interstate problems with that. Are there, are there any items that you will not include in an auction? There are certain items that I won't sell that are illegal. But first of all, I'm legally allowed to sell firearms. Okay. So that's not a problem at all. In fact, I have my own ATF agent that I check with every three to five months. Okay. I give them a call down in Columbus because you know the laws change every so often. Sure. So I want to make sure that I'm legal. So I'm legally allowed to sell firearms and do that often. Now, alcohol, you cannot sell. Okay. That's illegal for any auction company to sell. The one thing that I have in my personal collection is I'm a Marilyn Monroe lover. Okay. So I have the Marilyn Merlot collection, the wine collection. Nice. However, that used to be able to be sold, but they did change it because they considered the bottle as the collectible piece. Okay. But if it's filled with wine, you can't sell it because it has alcohol in it. I see. Yeah. So there are certain rules that you have to follow to know how to do it correctly and legally. And I'm a stickler for that. Um, I'll tell people right away, if I can't sell something, sorry. For instance, ivory. Ivory cannot be sold unless you have a document that proves that you obtained that personally from Africa or from wherever, you know, during before they put the ban on ivory okay so, so there's laws to follow in this so what if somebody has a room full of like 
five, six-foot bongs and glass pipes that they want to sell. Is that considered legal? That's legal because it can be used for a lot of other things than probably what you're thinking. Oh. (laughs) However, I don't know if a lot of people would buy those, so I may go, that's not worth my time. Um, I know quite a few people that buy those. (laughs) (laughs) You know, hookahs, it's like hookahs. Hookahs, I've seen some beautiful hookahs in the past. Absolute gorgeous, hand-painted, some of them hand-carved. And that's a hookah. Now, so, you know, yes. But it's a piece that's not meant to just use it for a specific purpose. It was meant for another purpose. That's legal. Right. So if people want to get a hold of you to, to like if they have a home that they want to have cleared out or checked out, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, they can do it two ways. They can either give me a phone call. My phone number is 216-903-6254. 903-6254. Or just Google Yellow Brick Road Auctions. All one word, www.yellowbrickroadauctions.com. And my phone number will be on there. And also the commercial that I have that runs on Channel 5 will be on there. Excellent. That's very cool. I, I mean, I think it's a lot of fun. I mean, what's, what's some of like, just give people an idea, like some of the coolest stuff that you've been able to, to sell. Oh, okay. Well, I love the ear taste. So what's nice is you can go to my auction site. And you can hit the closed auctions. And that allows you to see the prices of what things sold for. So if you look at the auction, anybody who goes on there, and you hit the closed auctions, there was one auction that was done in Sagamore Hills. And they had an Eames chair. Eames, Charles Eames was a famous designer from the 1950s. He had a chair that he designed called the iconic lounge chair that is a famous piece of furniture highly highly collectible when i walked in that woman's home i almost fell over she didn't even know that it was an eames chair so some people don't know what they have but that eames chair went on auction it started at ten dollars and that sold for i think it was three thousand seven hundred and seventy five oh wow that is one of the most desired pieces of furniture in the world. Another one would be the um, tulip table. Tulip table, another famous designer, Euro Saarinen. He actually worked with Eames back in the 1950s and 60s. If that is an original tulip table made by him, that is worth loads of money and highly collectible. But, you know, I come across, I did find the Beatles at White album in an attic. That was several years ago. But it was one of the original Beatles White albums, and that sold for a lot of money. So I love it because it's kind of like a treasure hunt. When you go in somebody's house, you really get to see a little bit about that person who owns the home and what they loved. But you also get to see some beautiful historical pieces. Yeah. See, what I think is cool about this is that, like, I'm an estate sale guy, so was, uh, Heather and, and my daughter, Molly, and we like going to these estate sales. But the problem is I can't really go into a lot of these places now with my leg. It's a pain in the ass for me to walk up and down the stairs, 
go to the basement and all this kind of stuff. So it's kind of fun to actually just be able to go online, check everything out, and uh, and you know, and buy some stuff. Yeah, and what's cool. nice too, you know, I, I think it's a much better way. It's also not to put estate sale companies down, but think about it. If you needed to do it for your own home, the only people that go to estate sales are people that live close to where that home is located. If you needed everything sold from your house, you want everyone in the United States to be able to see it and to be able to bid on it. Mm -hmm. But what's more important to know is it doesn't mean because it's at someone's home that you cannot come and look at it before you place a bid. It says right on the first page of the auction, anyone who wants to view an item in person prior to placing a bid, please feel free to call Melissa no later than the Tuesday before the auction closes. And then you'll be able to go to the house because, you know, if you want to buy a couch, sometimes you want to sit in it first, see if it's comfortable, see what the height is. So don't think that you can't look at an item before you put a bid in. Well, that's very cool. And I appreciate you coming on today. Melissa, yellowbrickroadauctions.com. Yellow Brick Road Auctions. Uh, it's really cool. I, I appreciate you coming on. It sounds so much better today. You look fantastic. Everything was great. Um, and I think people should check out this website because I think it's, it's very cool. And, and get a hold of Melissa if you got a home that you want her to go through the stuff and put it up there. Uh, it's a very cool site. So thank you for coming no, on. Today. Thank you very much. Very much, you guys. Seth and Chris, you guys have a great day. And All thank right. you for uh, supporting this show as well. And Jim, great job with the camera work today. Good job, my friend. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and we're just going to add one more thing. Don't forget yes. to yes on issue one. Right. Yes on issue one. I totally agree with you. A lot of people are very confused about issue one. Very confused. Yes. I want to get somebody on before uh, very long here to be, you know talk about that because it's a very confusing issue and you see so many signs in everybody's freaking yard saying vote no. You have to vote yes on issue one. Right. Yes, we want to save our Constitution and save our Ohio Constitution as well. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you. You guys have a great day. Peace. You too. You too, bye Melissa. Bye-bye. Uh, com. I think it's a cool site. In fact, you know, I, I like. I saw a lot of stuff on there. I would buy, without a doubt. Yeah, I did too. Well, you know, he, and here's the thing. You know, I, and I didn't say it when she was on, but I will say it. I, I should have. The difference between going to an estate sale and doing this this way, and you know because you go to these estate sales, most of the time when you go in there, you'll see something cool, but the but the immediate thought is it won't fit in the car. Right. Oh, yeah. And you're yeah. done. You're yeah. done shopping. If you can order it here and you've got a week to kind of follow your auction and knowing that you can ship it to you or you've got a week to figure out which buddy has the truck that'll fit that'll fit it in the back or whatever, yeah. you know, and who can be bribed with beer and pizza to go get it for you. <laughs> you know, if you have that, that time, you're way more likely to buy stuff that you actually want where I know I've gone to estate sales in the past and I've wanted stuff, but I've been like, yeah, that ain't fitting in the car yeah, and I and leave then, it. And then I'm, and I kick myself. The other thing is at estate sales, I mean, I find myself looking at the phone trying to Google what I'm looking at so I can see yeah. what the prices are. And a lot of times they're way overpriced. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, sometimes you can get a deal. There's no doubt. Sometimes you can get a deal. Some days, sometimes things are half off when you go to these estate sales. But uh, I think this is a much better way of doing it because you can kind of bid. If you don't want it for that price, you don't have to get it for that price. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's a cool idea. Well, and, and, and I mean, dude. 
look at the look at the prices. I'll, I'll put it back on the screen here for a second. Look at the prices on some of this stuff that only has like three days left. Yeah. Like, you know, if you were a college kid, this chair for ten bucks, that's a steal. Oh, that's a great great deal. That's a steal for for a kid. You know, and and like these um you know, like this desk, ten bucks for a desk. If you're yeah, in college. It, it, even if the price goes up to fifty bucks, you're still getting a deal. I mean, yeah, it's still, yeah, and it's and it, I'll just say it the way it is. It's old, so it's so it's more sturdy. Yeah, <laughs> it's not some piece of IKEA garbage. Right. It's no, it's, it's it's a sturdy desk that probably that roll top desk will probably if unless you're jumping on it or something, that thing will last <laughs> another hundred years. Yeah, <laughs> and it probably is fifty years old. So yeah, I, I think it's a very cool concept, and I think it's a good. Uh... It is. Lots of cool knickknacks, lots of cool stuff. Some Christmas I like the, stuff. I like the fact that she sells guns. Yeah. What's that blue thing? This is a Famosa Dareway kids ride on. Let's go to a different picture. Oh, it looks like one of those. Uh, like a Segway type Segway of deal, kind of thing for kids. But it looks like it's more balanced than a regular Segway. It's cut this way for us fat guys, so our belly can fit in there. <laughs> yeah. Our I just rested right on that little lip there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I, what does this thing cost? Ten bucks? Is that Dude, what it's at right now? There's a bit, one bucks. big? Yeah. It retails for 200 See, she even has the retail price on the auction. It retails for 200 Right now it's ten bucks. Yeah, I, I, I like this whole thing. I think it's very cool. I got to... Dude, you Simon might want to seriously me. bid on this thing. I was gonna say, yeah, I kind of, kind of want to do that. You could, you that could get you around. I, I don't know if the weight limit would, you know, maybe hold me on something like that. Come it's on, gotta be a weight gotta, limit for you know. That thing's gotta take three hundred bones. It's got freaking <laughs> tires on it. It's got tires on it. It's gotta, t- it's gotta be more than than you weigh. Okay, but anything labeled "kids ride on," I'm not sure that you know it's gonna fit somebody yeah, like that's me. True. But it does have tires. It's made for it's made for rugged terrain anyway. <laughs> and it doesn't really say how much weight it could take, but no. But I I, I just think it's a cool idea for you know a website and a cool thing. So yeah, start bidding today. Uh, yeah. Go there and start get some stuff and then tell me which one. Yeah, exactly. I I I may bid on something here after the show. I'm literally looking at like these patio chairs. I never have enough patio chairs. I wouldn't mind for ten bucks, even if this was fifty bucks. Looks like there's twenty chairs here. Yeah. Twenty chairs for fifty bucks just to have them? That's a steal. My wife spent like two hundred dollars on patio furniture that is not put together properly. Nah. And if and, you if I sit on it, I'm done for. Nah, yeah. And it's what, four chairs? Yeah. Yeah. This is this is twenty chairs. This is backyard barbecue all day long for ten, twenty dollars. Speaking of barbecue, I got a tank. I want to get into that story and uh, right. more in uh, just a couple of minutes. So let's take a quick break and we'll talk about that more. Right? All right. Hey, on. Hey, it's Seth. And I appreciate you watching today. And you can make a difference. For just $4.99 a month, you can help save someone's life today. It really does count. Every dollar matters. And you can change someone's life not these ridiculous dogs those are actor dogs i'm talking about myself and chris aiken i can barely afford a shave and a haircut or sleeves on a shirt sometimes we could use your assistance today 
just go to the Odyssey app. Go to the Odyssey website, O-D-Y-S-E-E. Just $4.99 a month can change the world for someone today. Myself and Chris Aiken. We'll give you extra content. We'll give you bonus footage. We'll give you new episodes. Subscribe to the Odyssey channel today. Thank you. Hey, everybody. It's Don Dockin. When I'm feeling nostalgic, I always go to Pinball PA. You got to go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Stop what you're doing and start making memories at Pinball PA, located at 2284 Broadhead Road, Suite 10B in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania. We have over 420 video games and pinball machines to play and all games are set to free play, so no quarters or tokens are needed. Pinball PA is open 6 days a week, and is the best and most affordable entertainment spot in all of Western Pennsylvania. Check out our website at www.pinballpa.com for more details. Come visit Pinball PA today. Initials up. Guarantees and Signs has become your complete one-stop sign shop. Call Jimmy at 216-299-9344. Their friendly and professional staff can and will help you build your company brand and identity from start to finish. One stop means you get a complete package from one location. Custom logo design, vehicle graphics, banners, t-shirts, storefront marquees, and so much more. Aaron Tees and Signs, 4883 Turning Road. Call us at 216-299-9344. Oh my God, Staples actually sells Staples. Sorry, <laughs> never gonna get over that one. Why'd you uh, cut it off? <laughs> that's as long as, unfortunately, that's as long as it goes. If I could pause it, I'd just sit here all day. And just, <laughs> nice. <laughs> By the way, I want to answer a question real quick. Yeah. In the chat. Yep. Uh, does she sell propane? Yes, there is a propane tank for sale right now, only five dollars. I don't need that anymore. <laughs> Why not? Because <laughs> I now have a tank. Uh, full of propane to run my grill outside. Nice. Uh, I would like to say thank you to uh, Rick. Um, some people may see Rick commenting here on the uh, the show every now and then. Sure. Uh, Rick, uh, good guy. And uh, he messaged me the other day. and He's like, hey, man, I got extra tanks. He's like, I've got extra tanks for a barbecue, whatever. He's like, I have some extras. All right. Like, Do you want one? I said, dude, I don't really like doing that kind of thing, but sure, sure, you know. And I thought it was really cool, the guy, really nice, the guy. And then I found out the poor guy was coming all the way from Geauga County <laughs> to meet me to give me this this propane tank. Right, and I felt horrible because I was, but apparently I had to come over for some other reason. And so we met at the Giant Eagle in Broadview Heights. Okay. It's like right on 77 and 82, right by the highway. Sure. And unfortunately, I don't think Rick is listening today because Rick had to go back to second shift. So he's going to be listening to the show uh, later at night. Tonight. Yeah, he's listening yeah, we, tonight. From now on, he'll listen at night. But right. I thought it was really cool of him. And so I said, okay, fine. I'll, I'll, I need a tank. Fine. 
haven't been able to find one. So I met him at this triangle. So I recognized his truck from what he told me in the back of the lot. So I pulled over by the back of the lot. He was not in the, in the truck. And so I'm just kind of sitting there waiting. And all of a sudden, I hear yelling. Then I hear, F you, F this, F that, get out your effing car, I'm going to kick your effing ass. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I hear somebody else yelling back, and it go, it's going back and forth, it's getting louder. I'm like, there's no doubt in my mind, this is Rick. <laughs> and I see this. So you didn't here. know Rick going into this? I did not. I did okay. not. I, I looked at his Facebook, I didn't even, couldn't even find like a picture of what he looked like, because he okay. didn't have it. It was just a bunch of memes and stuff, and... Sure. He's he's a he's a good guy and he's got a lot of political views that I agree with. But all all I hear is this loud F you, I'm gonna kick your ass. You almost ran me over, F this. And like staring, I see this big huge dude got a bandana on and everything, just walking towards me. And I see this SUV with this youth of America inside the car. And they're just screaming at each other. And I thought, that's it. I'm going to get shot. Nice. Get in the middle of this fight that's going to happen. Uh, but luckily, everything ended up being cool. And you know, the, the youth of America went his own way, thank God. And uh, Rick showed up. And it was like the coolest thing. Because uh, not only did he give me the propane tank. Sure. But he goes, you ever hear, heard of Build-A-Bear? I said, yeah. He's like, this is Build-A-Burger. And he hands me literally a bag full of groceries. Wow. With everything from cheese to onions to meat to buns to every, everything you could possibly need nice. for a burger he gave me. There you go. And so did you build a burger? I'm going to this week. I, okay. I have not yet had the time with the new gig and then family stuff. Uh, but I, I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't be thankful enough to him for, for doing all that. I certainly did not have to do all that. No, that's very nice. You know, I get a little weird about, I don't like taking stuff. Sure. It's just not my style, but I thought it was super, super cool uh, what he did. And uh, so thanks, Rick. Absolutely. Well, once we get some things rolling and we get, um, you know, we get out, we get out and about and do stuff. We'll make sure that we VIP Rick does something that we go. Out Absolutely. Do. Very cool. Uh, vote yes on issue one again. Yeah. Right, yeah. Explain I, issue one. I can't. I, That's the I, problem. I am clueless. I don't even know what it is. Issue one. In a nutshell, it's. I can't explain it in a nutshell. I don't want to be say something and have it sound completely stupid. Uh you know, Jim wants to come on. I, I sent you the link, Jim. You can come on and tell people about the uh, issue one if you want to come on. Um, please do. Uh, but it definitely has to do, I mean, it has to do with some with, with abortion rights. Um, if, the, if the left gets what they want, it basically will change to, so the left can have abortion up to like the date of birth. Um, but it, it has a whole lot of other things to do with the Constitution of the state of Ohio. Uh, so, you can try to read it. It's yeah, I'm very get it right now. Oh my goodness! Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot, a lot of words here to read. Yeah, I, I need to do my own research on it. I just haven't had the time to do it. I just know to vote yes on issue one. Unlike all the signs you see. Good <laughs> God, who's gonna read all that shit? Yeah. yeah I mean, oh, here, here we go. 
Vote yes on issue one. A yes vote on issue one protects our Constitution from deep-pocketed, out-of-state interests. That it does. By passing issue one, the people will ensure constitutional changes are widely accepted and declare that Ohio's Constitution is not for sale. Currently, special interests target Ohio, seeking to inject their own personal views and objectives into our state's most sacred document. Why? Because Ohio is one of the few states that allow these interests to directly enshrine their, their social preferences and corporate motives into the Constitution at the same threshold as everyday laws. So voting yes keeps special interest out? Is that what we're saying here? I, again, that's kind of what I get. I mean, I, I know, again, from everything that I've heard, that it does have a lot to do with special interest, putting a lot of, pumping a lot of money into Ohio to try to change the Constitution. All right. All right, here we go. Let's see. Issue one ends majority rule. So this is if you vote no. It means just 40% of voters can block any issue, putting 40% voters in charge of decision-making for the majority. Yeah, that sounds shitty. Issue one shreds our Constitution. It would permanently undo constitutional protections that have been in place for over 100 years to check politicians' power at the ballot box. And three, issue one takes away our freedom. It would destroy citizen-driven ballot initiatives as we know them, guaranteed that only wealthy special interests could advance changes to our Constitution. Yeah, that's got to be voted down. So why do people want to vote no on this? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I want to vote yes on it. This is what I'm, I'm figuring out. But that's uh, what it sounds like. Is according to this document, I don't even know how official it's, this it's is. Very confusing. I'm telling you. And this is from Frank LaRose, yeah. Secretary of State. Yes. But what's his agenda? Oh. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's dude. This is what I hate about government in general. Now, even when you see now, this looks very official. Right? This looks like an official document. But who the hell knows? Who knows if this isn't all written from <coughs> the agenda of Frank LaRose versus if any of this is even true. And I don't know anything about Frank LaRose. Do you? Never even heard of him. I've met him a couple of times. Have you? Is he yeah. legit? I mean, is he? Yeah, like you know, he's legit. Yeah. Issue one wants to change the law to require 60% vote to change the Ohio Constitution from the 50 50 plus one. And that's bad or good? I'm trying to figure that out. Because to me, that sounds better. That sounds to me like you got to have more than a majority in order to make a change. I like that. I like that that you could, that the politicians would have to buy off more people, not less. I wish Jim would quit sending messages and just call in. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, you have to send this link, though, because I don't have the call link set. I, I sent him the link. Okay. Here's the link. All right. Yeah, because I, I don't, I, I, I'm not going to pretend I fully understand this. I don't. I'd like I to know, know that I'm supposed to vote yes. When is this election? August, I believe. Okay. August um, 8th. Yeah, it doesn't say on this page. I wish see, it should say that right at the top. Data vote, da 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 da, whatever. All right, well, there you go. Vote yes, I guess. Look, I, I'm, 
I don't consider myself a stupid person, but uh, you know, even listening to the radio the other day, I was trying to follow along with what's going on, and uh, everybody that I was listening to was even confused as to what, what this whole thing is. Yeah, I don't get it. And, I don't know. You know, there are certain newspapers and publications that are saying yes, and they're spinning it. So, I mean, it, it's ridiculous. I, mean, I, I don't know. Well, here's the link if anybody wants to take a screenshot and try and copy that long-ass link. But there it is. <laughs> if, if you want to figure this out, there it is. So, people, yeah, August, August 8th. August 8th. All right. So, um, all right. Well, I'm going to definitely read this thing all the way through because I know nothing about it. And as a voter, I probably should, but I just don't. Dude, is it? Am I the only one that now, when they start talking about election shit, you just like, ugh, just turn it off. What else is on? Anything. I, I, I always get confused with the issues because every sign says something different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you don't vote based on signs. Do no, you? but you don't know what who's voting for what anymore. You, you vote yes on issue one. Vote no on issue one. Vote maybe on issue one. I, I don't know what the hell to do. Yeah, and I, I'm. I'm not going to sit here and read 18 pages of some document and try to tell me what issue one's all about. And even if I did, I'm not going to know what it means. Yeah. Ohio would not have casinos with this crazy issue. Ohio barely had 55% to pass. Uh, back in the 50s, Ohio had a close election to keep governors at two terms. So Mark is saying vote no. I think Mark is saying vote yes. Well, you said they wouldn't have this with this crazy issue. So you would you vote no to get rid of the crazy issue? Mark, what would you vote? Yeah, Mark. <laughs> Neither of us have a clue. Well, you talk about, here you go, people. This is a political show. Talking out our ass. We don't have any idea what to tell Look, you here. I know a lot about a lot of stuff, man, but I know very little about this. Yeah, I know nothing. Mark about says vote this. no, but I've heard every Republican I've met say vote yes. Yeah, I, all right. So I don't know. I I really, I have no idea. All right, we're gonna have to. We're down. If if it's not Jim today, we got to get us an. We'll expert. get somebody on. I I know a couple of people that know a lot about yeah. issue one, and I'll get. I wasn't prepared to. Why don't we know, get Mayor Bibb on? He can yeah, tell us, and then we can do the opposite. <laughs> yeah, whatever he says to do is the exact opposite would be correct. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody would vote no if there weren't so many guns on the street. A no vote opens up restrictions on Ohio gun laws. A no vote opens up restrictions to gun laws? Yes. No, it simply means if passed, you need a 60% vote of the people to amend the Ohio Constitution, not a simple 50% plus one. Laws can still be enacted by the legislature on ballot initiative. But wouldn't you want it to be more? I don't understand why you would want it to be less to enact an, or to amend the Constitution. I would think you want it to be 90%. Right. So, I mean, so if passed, you need a 60% vote of the people. I would say that that's something I'm going to vote for. Yeah. I, I would think that if they could make it that you need 99% to change the, to change the Constitution, that's what I want. I don't want them changing the Constitution for anything. Is there any law that you were that you that you look at now and you're like, man, they need to change that? Any law that I would change? Yeah, that's on the books right now. 
murder. No, I I don't I don't I don't know. I mean, um, I don't understand how you can go uh, fight for your country and you have at eighteen they have to be twenty one to drink a beer. I mean, I don't know what three years difference really makes in, in doing something like that. I even might say you should be older to drive a car because some of these kids are fucking dumb. Well, we were. I know. <laughs> and to be honest, I was also drinking well before that that twenty one. That was <laughs> that was the worst crime, dude. I I went to Korea. I was eighteen in two months. Yeah, I was there two years. I came back, and over there, you were allowed to drink. Over there, you were just legal. You know, I don't I don't know that. I think a five year old could drink over there. That I never saw anybody not drinking. I got back here to the States and I wasn't legal. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, want to talk about getting in trouble? Holy cow, did I get in a lot of trouble for underage drinking. Scott just says, stop and play the dick thing. Oh, my God. Staples actually sells Staples. <laughs> now, she's running toward voting for, for issue one. She or is voting for one? issue one. Yes. Yeah. And I support whatever she's voting yeah. for. Or at least it looks like a one <laughs> when it's standing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm assuming that that's a she. Yeah, it might be a they, them. Did you ask? Sometimes you vote yes, it really means no or vice versa. It's <laughs> so confusing. Yeah. Yeah, we need to get somebody on to talk about this. We will. I have a couple of friends on Facebook that are very knowledgeable. Okay. And uh, they will uh, hopefully call in. All right, good. Did you see this story? I was going to play this last week, but uh, here. The internet is exploding after this transgender woman named Ricky Valerie Köhl dominates and wins the Miss Netherlands 2023 beauty pageant competition making history and becoming the country's first ever and will be the representative at the Miss Universe later this year making people furious. Netherlands has 8.7 million women and a male one which now makes it the second trans contestant in the Miss Universe after Spain's Angela Ponce. Women are getting eclipsed yet again. What do you think? Wow. Women are or men are winning beauty pageants now too. It's just tragic. Not tragic for us because we're never going to change our opinions, but just tragic what these kids are going to have to put up with. Just think of how much fun you had chasing chicks. Yeah, it was really, you know, and now you don't know what you're chasing. Yeah, <laughs> and, and even worse, a lot of a lot of people aren't finding out till they get till they till they get something. Yeah, you know, I'm like, telling you, I have come up with the greatest idea for a TV show, and nobody is jumping on board with me. It's just going to be called The Bachelorette with right. a question mark at the end of it. Okay. So you can keep the same scenario, Yeah. but it's called The Bachelorette, question mark. And so you have 50 guys yeah. that all show up, and they have the one woman looking fantastic and everything else. But it's not a woman. It's a transgender. So then the woman can even get in a bathing suit by using the tuck suits from you know, ah, Target. From Target, yeah. And so I can get it sponsored really easy by Target. And then they continue to fall in love with somebody they think is a right. woman. And it's actually a man. 
They kiss. They do all these crazy things. And she doesn't reveal until the final, like, three or whatever. They go to fantasy suites to, to do the deed. Then she does the big reveal right. that she's actually a man. Wow. And then you find out who's really in love. And it's not just sex. Because now emotions are involved. Right. If they fell in love with this person, regardless of whether they are male or female, do they stay together with that person? But what if they choke the person out once they find out it's a dude? Well, I mean, obviously there's some security issues that you probably have to figure <laughs> out. <laughs> but you know damn well, you know damn well, you're gonna at some point you're gonna get somebody kissing and make it out, and you're gonna see a boner, and it's gonna be like. <laughs> <laughs> immediately a punch is going to be thrown. Yeah, but see, that's why, I mean, there's cameras there, so, I mean, it's not like there's not, you know, people, what, you think that they put these people on an island? I mean, they're all there with you know, camera people and producers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Is Dylan Mulvaney going to be the uh, the host? <laughs> Whoever, you know, it'd be Sponsored great. Sponsored by Bud Light. Sponsored by Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> Bud Light and Target present <laughs> the Bachelorette. The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> no, a couple of guys that happened to in Thailand. <laughs> I mean, who knows what that that would attract all kind of audiences from people like me that would just be curious to see what the hell happens when the big reveal goes down, and it would attract the LGBTQA plus I community. No, it I would, would attract. attract all, dude, look, let's be honest. People are stupid and will watch anything anyway. The fucking Masked Singer does gigantic ratings. I know. So this is the Masked Celebrities. This is the Masked Lover, sort of. Absolutely. The Masked Penis. Yeah, it's the same thing. Just a different mask. But I think think that that would be really great because, again, it shows your character then. Like, what would you do? Are you that guy that would punch somebody if you found out? What if you were kissing this broad for, like, five weeks? And making out with this woman who you think is this beautiful woman. She's got big chest and she's got yes. you know, nice ass and all that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, that night you go to the fantasy suite, you see there's a thing there. Choke out followed by a bullet for myself. See? <laughs> all right. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how I'd react. I'm a lover. I like to be in love. I respect the emotions of love. And I, so I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming that I would be slightly turned off, but slightly. Well, again, if you're emotionally involved with this person, you think is a woman. What if this this man woman had a bigger cock than you? Well, there's there's women that are real women that have bigger stuff down there than I do. (laughs) Yeah, you ain't hooking up with them. I'm imagining. Probably no, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. No. I just don't know. I mean, come on. It would be an interesting study and in, you in would life. end up with you would end up with so many people. You would end up with a lot of suicide on, on the back of this show. No. Yes, you would. You absolutely would. How bad is the guy that called himself a straight guy gonna take it if he's inner if he's embarrassed on national television by choosing a guy. Now, what if you had two women? This is not the premise women? of the show. So you have 50 guys, two women. The guys all go in knowing that one of them is not a woman. One of them is a man that looks like a woman, 
and then there's a real woman. And now you got to try to figure out which one's which, and you fall in love and that kind of thing. Well, here, see, here's the caveat for this. So you get it down to the guy and the one woman or the one potentially one woman, and they can choose the one that they've been hot for, not knowing the gender. Yeah. Or you can make it like, let's make a deal, where behind curtain number one is a really <laughs> ugly woman, but it's a definite woman. So you could have the curtain, this ugly woman, or you can roll the dice that this is really a woman and not a guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, which would you choose then? Which Okay, which would you choose then? All right, if I had a choice of a really ugly woman who you, was you a just, woman. You built a relationship for a yes. month. okay. But you're not positive that it's a woman. Right. The reveal is is you're giving oral to one of these two. Wow, dude. Let's, I'm going you, all for it you now. Just went all down the I'm road. Go, well, yeah. If we're gonna if we're gonna do this for a game show for money, the way that you get the money is you got to give whoever you choose oral. Is it gonna be the one that you're not sure of, or are you going for the ugly but assured woman? Man, that's a tough call. No, it's not. Ch- it's there- not a tough call. You're gay. Wait, is, is there a chance though <laughs> that, that that the one behind curtain number two is could be a woman, but no, maybe not. No, the the ugly one is a guaranteed born the other vagina one? woman. You don't know. Well, then I might take the chance if it's a good looking person. But then if it's a guy, you got to blow him. But there's a chance that it's not a guy. All right. How many other chances are you taking on blowing guys? <laughs> None. There you go. Uh, Gunner said. Oh wait, no. Gunner said. Always look for the Adam's apple. I don't know. I mean, some women don't. I mean, some guys. I don't know if I have. But they might have shaved it down. I mean, I Could feel my surgery. Adam's apple, but maybe my fat chin is covering it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Adam's apple used to be a telltale sign, but I know someone who shaved had it shaved down. down, so it didn't show anymore. Yeah. I know I'm going with the ugly girl every time. Every time. How ugly? I don't even care. I mean, are we talking like Janet Reno kind of ugly, or are we talking, you know? I would bang Janet Reno a hundred times over blowing a guy once. Okay, I didn't say I wanted to do that to a guy. What I'm well, saying no, but is... I, but that's the rules of the game. But I'm saying that I might take the chance on the hot chick might be a hot chick. Yeah. <sighs> But then, but what if it's not? I'm screwed, I guess. <laughs> then you're, then you're, um, then you're Scott the engineer back on the Stern Show days. Remember yeah, that contest? Yeah, I have, a, I have a big trouble then. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. No way. I'll take a hundred Janet Reno's over one potential guy. All right, I had this talk with my wife the other day. Yeah, and I don't want to keep on the subject, but see, this is fun to me. I'm all in. <laughs> What do you have a price for what you would do? Meaning, like I talked to my wife and I said, you know, brought up like the indecent proposal kind of thing. Like, sure. would I let her go be with another man for like a million dollars? Okay. And I think, I mean, I love my wife to death, and it would destroy me to have, you know have her be with another man. But for a million or two million dollars, five million dollars, oh, please. I mean, as long as I knew she was coming back to me, would I do that? I I, I probably would. With my ex-wife, I might have taken an Applebee's gift card. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have a price for, like, anything else? Do you have a price? You know, 
A million dollars. Um, you got to make out with a dude. If somebody said million? to you right now, Chris, I'm going to give you and Seth $2 million. Yeah. $2 million. You both have to get naked, climb into bed together, make out for an hour. Each of you are going to get a million bucks. Not for a million. More, I would. Probably about $5 million. Because five million, I could five million, I could pay away the embarrassment. So five million each, or yeah, five, five million, million each, five million each. Because <laughs> at five at five million, somebody can make fun of me and be like, "Oh, okay, okay, ass pa- ass bandit or whatever," and I can be like, "Yeah, but I'm sitting in a fucking Mercedes. What are you doing?" Yeah, I mean, I, I guess everybody has the price. All right, uh, back to issue one. I, um, I don't think issue one involves the, uh, the us making out. Uh, <laughs> they can ban insert whatever cause you want by changing the Ohio Constitution right now with a 50-50 vote, with a tiebreaker vote of the lieutenant governor. Issue one wants to raise the vote to 60-40 to amend the Constitution. So, so then we vote yes because we want that higher. Yes. Okay. We vote yes. Okay. Uh, a man can't stand look like an ugly woman. Can't, a man can't look like an ugly woman. That's that's not true. Every transgender true. person I've ever seen has looked like an ugly woman. I've seen some that are pretty good looking. Ugh, no. I've seen some that if I saw in a bar after drinking a few beers at night and at 2 o'clock rolls around and that bar closes, I'm going to be like, hey, what, what do you got going on? Ugh, no. But I'm not saying that you know, I wouldn't know. Is it weird that now dating has to start with were you born with a vagina? <laughs> yeah. I mean that has to I mean I'm not even kidding. Is no. that has to be a legitimate question now, doesn't it? It does. An insulting question, but a legitimate question. Well, again, I mean we played the story earlier. There are, you know, 44% I think of millennials in a new survey want people to go to jail uh for misgendering somebody. Yeah. Yeah, but right. but but according to them, just because you were born with a vagina doesn't make you a woman. That is true. So I don't know what to do. Yeah, there's nothing to do. There's you call them you. Hey, hey you. Hey, what's up? What's up you? Hey you. <laughs> How you feeling? <laughs> and I don't want to be disrespectful though. I'm not a disrespectful person. See, I almost look at it the other way though. I think this is bringing back the terms that have been off limits because women were insulted by them i think now you can start calling everybody like sweetheart or whatever as long as you do it to guys too yeah hey what's up sweetheart yeah you bill yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's but that's what always confused even like when we were younger we were uh you know dating women and going out with girls and stuff like that if we were 18 19 years old how are you? Are we supposed to ID a girl to see what age she is before you start going out with them or having sex with them? I mean, I don't know what the protocol was back when I was young, when I was yeah. 16, 17 years old. I mean, obviously, you know who's in what class, high school or whatever, mm-hmm. but you don't know. Any, girls look a lot younger these days or a lot older, I should say, than they did yeah. when we were young, You know, mm-hmm. whether it's makeup or whatever it is in the food or something. Yeah. But what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to ID somebody, I guess, before you take them home to do whatever. Now, I don't know what the hell you do. Not only do you need an ID, you need a birth certificate, you need a copy, a doctor's note from their current doctor to see if any kind of 
Church. You need to it's ask them their opinion of what they are. Yeah, I, I have to ask, how do you feel today as a person? Well, see, I think you know. I think you need less proof, not more. You only you only need to know how old they are, because you don't even need to know if they're a guy or a girl. You just you just ask them what they think. Well, I think I'm a girl. All right, well then, come on. Well, let's go. But yeah, what if you get them home and they think that they're a girl, they are thinking they're a girl, and then all of a sudden they're not really a girl? Well, then, you know, I guess you're no back into no. my bachelorette situation. Yeah, I guess no <laughs> means no. <laughs> no don't mean go. I guess you used to have to get tested for certain diseases to get married. Is that still a thing? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. What century was that? I, I'm pretty sure that was a thing, but I. I, I don't, that's not now. I don't remember that when I got married. I think my, I think we did when, have to take when, a when blood my wife test. had a baby. There was a blood test involved. We had to take kind a of blood things. test. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think we did have to take a blood test. I don't know. All right, I want to take a prick, quick a prick break. I said a prick, prick break. break. <laughs> Man, <laughs> where's my mind? I'm way involved in this bachelorette thing. I have officially <laughs> changed genders during this uh, this break. <laughs> it's going to be a prick break and I don't want to talk about uh, Russia and Ukraine because I think Tucker actually had some pretty cool things to say and I want your opinion on them alright is that alright yeah alright uh, not going to be a prick break be right back what separates Triv's restaurant in Strongsville from everybody else some restaurants you go to to eat the same thing over and over and over but then there are restaurants like Triv's where you want to go there every single time and eat something different until you have eaten every single item on the menu. Why? Because the food's delicious and it has been for almost a quarter of a century. Triv's has amazing food, outstanding service, and an opportunity for you to have private dining, special events, and intimate occasions. You can enjoy a memorable fine dining experience in your own dedicated intimate space. Visit Triv's in the heart of Strongsville. Call now for reservations. 440-238-8830. Triv's in Strongsville. Joe Burdick custom flags are amazing. Each flag is handcrafted to reflect the imperfect perfection making each piece of patriotic wall art unique. This is a local small business, veteran owned and proud. Joe Berta creates symbolic artwork that is built to last. Display your spirit, pride and patriotism by calling 440-305-2065 and let Joe's flag serve you. 440-305-2065. Joe Burdick Flags. Let me introduce you to Charlie's Auto Repair. Any car, any truck, any problem, Charlie's does it right. You know how it is. The check your engine light comes on, you put air in the tires, and the light is still on. 216-470-0170. That's Charlie's Auto Repair. 13728 Madison in Lakewood. Charlie can do it all from small engine repair to fleet maintenance and system diagnostics. 216-470-0170. Charlie's Auto Repair. 
Let Charlie make your car great once again. Back from that prick break. <laughs> wow, that was quite a segment. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Can't wait for the YouTube banning for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Just started a job and fired. And goodbye. <laughs> All right, uh, Tucker had some stuff to say. I like Tucker. I, I, don't, I don't know what your thoughts are on Tucker Carlson. Yeah, he's cool. Um, he's I thought really, he had, he's really wrecked the narrative for late night television with his Twitter, hasn't he? Yeah, this Jesus, Twitter thing is out of control, which is good, I guess. But all right, so here's him talking to Mike Pence. Make no mistake about this. We promised them 33 Abrams tanks in January. I heard again two weeks ago in Ukraine they still don't have them. We've been telling them we'll train their F-16 pilots, but now they're saying maybe January we'll let somebody transfer some jets. I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President. Have you? I know you're running for president. You are distressed. You, you are distressed notice. that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States. And it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased. And yet, your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. Tucker, I've heard that routine from you before, but that's not my concern. He's trying to run our country, and it's not, our, it's not his concern how our country is run. Yeah, I, I was confused as to uh, what he was talking about there, whether it was not his concern. To, to, it seemed like his concern was the tanks and everything and, and training Ukraine. And uh, Yeah, his concern is not the degradation of our, of our cities, of our society. His concern is not our society. This guy that wants to be the president is not worried about our well-being. That that should automatically he should already be done. If I was running against him, I wouldn't even make a speech. I would just play that on. Keep playing that over and over again. Just show up. Trump shows up at a rally and just plays it, or he doesn't show up. He's like, uh, President Trump can't show up today, but here's a here's a prepared statement, and it's just him saying that he doesn't care about the American people. Yeah, and I thought that's kind of worked. I wish Trump would have gone, you know, the last time around uh, when, you know, Biden was screwing up everything that he would say. I, I thought Trump should have shown up at every debate, every rally, whatever it was, with just a TV screen. Yeah. And just showed all the shit that Biden was doing and saying that was wrong or messed up or, yeah. you know, falling all over the place. I, that's what I think. And that's what I think you're right, that people should do with Pence. But Tucker's exposing these guys for what they are. They're all liars. Of course. They're all bullshitters. They're all out there just saying what they want to say. And I, nothing against Mike Pence. I don't think he's a bad guy. Um, but I'm not sure that he's ready to, to be in charge. I don't know well, if any of these guys are. Guy. I think he's a horrible guy. He's a, and, he's a liar. He's a traitor. He totally sold the president down the road for January 6th nonsense. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's a bad guy. I'll say he's a bad guy. To me, he's a bad guy. He's definitely not worth a vote. 
And I'm not. I don't know. And, and I know you're Trump all the way. And if Trump runs, you're voting for him and blah blah blah. I, I I'll wait to see who runs, but I know who I won't be voting for. The guy that just said that he doesn't care about the American people. Look, and I mean, I am a pro-Trump guy, but at the same time, I'm also willing to see what everybody else has to yeah. say. I mean, there's a good chance that the guy that I want to <laughs> vote for could be in jail by the time uh, yeah. that run, you know, that that election comes around if the Democrats get their way. So I may have to pick somebody else. Yeah. Um, I I don't know who to pick. I mean, I listened to DeSantis, and I, I guess I, I like some of the things that he has to say, but he comes off. Um, Establishmenty, yeah, he does, and cocky, mm-hmm. and 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 kind of like, not that Trump doesn't come across cocky, but he comes across cocky in a kind of way that I like. Well, uh, Trump comes across cocky, but in a one of the people mode, you know. And I know he's not one of the people as a billionaire, but uh, you know, uh, DeSantis feels like a politician. DeSantis feels like I mean he he does he does you know rail against the mainstream and I like that but at the same time we've seen a lot of those guys that do that until they get in office and then the you know then the Soros money starts making their their family's bank accounts and then they they're like yeah well I guess I won't rock the boat too hard Marty that's hilarious what's hilarious I don't know what what said a lot of things Chris, some them lady boys are hot. Then you fuck them. <laughs> they are hot. Some of them. Good. Then you can have them. Look, I didn't say I wanted them. I just said that some of them are good looking. Mm. Makeup could do a lot to a person, not to me. Mm. No. Pass. The uh, he's Indian, I believe, right? Vivek. Yeah. Yeah, he's gaining steam. I, I guess not in the polls that much, anyways. Uh, I'm, look. I'm just going to say it, and I I know this sounds racist and it's not meant to, but it's going to. An Indian guy is not winning. Not at, not at this point in time. We're not that far yet. We're not, we're just not, do you, do you agree that we're just not oh, that yeah, far yet? I agree. Absolutely. I agree. You know and I, mean? I don't know if it's, it's racist or anything. I, I think that there's a lot of things that this country won't vote for. At this, they will at not this vote point. for an Indian. No way. They're just... There's too many. There's too many people that have been burned on Amazon calls that are not going to vote for an Indian guy. <laughs> they 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 hear that this guy's running, and the first thing in their mind is, "Hello, my name is Bill. What is wrong with your Amazon account?" You know, that's the first thing they think. Here's Tucker with a uh, Tim Scott, another guy that I like. Actually, I like Tim Scott. I do. I think he's had a lot of good things to say until I hear him with Tucker. The total body count from Russia in the United States is right around zero. Like, I don't know anyone who's been killed by Russia. I know people personally who've been killed by Mexico. The government of Mexico allows fentanyl to be made in its country and to come over our border. And remittances from Mexico are a huge part of their economy. The Mexican government is party to the murder of hundreds of thousands of Americans. So why is Mexico less of a threat than Russia? Well, two things. I think we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Okay, but yeah, and fr- frankly, mean, here's, here's no Americans killed by Russia, yeah. hundreds of thousands killed by Mexico, but Mexico's our ally and Russia's our enemy. How does that work? Well, I'm not going to pretend like I, the legislation I have sponsored that I would sign as president of the United States freezes the assets of the Mexican cartels, targets the Mexican cartels, and hopefully eliminates the flow of fentanyl. Because I do agree with you that 70,000 Americans losing their lives on an annual basis is an existential threat to America that we can solve. We don't have to choose the good news. Is Would you be willing that. to say to the Mexican government, your economy runs on factories right over the border, 
car plants, for example, but many other manufacturing uh, plants. And we're just going to slap tariffs on that and tank your economy, like tomorrow, unless you stop allowing poison to come into our country. Like, why not do that? I say you use every tool available to stop fentanyl from coming across our border. No, no exceptions. Interesting. Ugh, so he just walked around the question and did. didn't answer it. He didn't answer anything. I mean, it's sad when you have a, a conversation going on where the host is getting more applause than the guy running for president. I mean, I, I, I liked him and I liked his messages. I liked his ads or whatever you want to call them. Uh, but I, I don't like the fact that he can't answer the questions. Look, I'm going to answer a couple in here. <clears throat> Look how long it took to have a black president. Yeah, but we're still waiting for a good one. So as far as he, I'm concerned, Obama doesn't count. And he was half black. Let's just be yeah, honest. See, I don't want to get into all those semantics. My point is, he wasn't good. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was terrible. If he would have had a good presidential run where he did some things other than a social justice campaign for eight years, then okay, then... Then you could say that I would say getting another guy, another black president in is still going to be equally hard because the proof, you know, not not that there should have to be any proof. But let's just be honest. When people think about voting for a black president now, the first thing they're going to do is compare it to Obama. And if their look is negative on that, then they're not going to vote for him. Now let's face it. He is still running the country and it ain't going yeah. real good. Yes. Now, this one pisses me off. And I, you know, Sandy is my, like one of my best friends, but it sure takes the shit out of me. To say Vivek could talk circles around the two of you and you wouldn't even know it. No shit. You know what? We're not running for president either. All right. Yeah. So don't make it sound like we're two dumb fucking idiots here. We're doing a podcast, not running for president, Sandy. Yeah. And so, you know what? Vivek could, yes, I'm sure he could run uh, talk circles around us. So what? He's doing nothing in the polls and he's not going to be president of the United States. Yeah. He's not Whether the country's he's ready not, for it or not. He's, he's not, not talking, going to be president. He's not talking circles around the voters. He's certainly not. Because, or, or the polls. He's definitely not talking circles around the people that are voting in the polling. Because he's at what four percent or two percent or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's so, not. You, you yeah, know, he's, forget about it. He's Ross Perot. Stop it. Sorry if we offended you or hurt your feelings because we don't like the Vivek, uh, but he's not going to be president of the United States. And yes, I didn't he even could, say well, I didn't like him. I just said that he's not going to win. He could talk circles around us. So what? We do a podcast. Yeah. And well, but but I, I mean, even taking us two out of it for a minute, and, and I'll, I'll answer this point. Middle America are us. Middle yes. American people are us. They they think the same way as us, and they're they're not gonna vote. They're not ready to vote for an Indian guy right now. Let's just look. If you want to play fantasy land, we could play fantasy land. But whether it's good or bad or real or fake or whatever. Most people look at an Indian guy and they think of him as a Muslim terrorist. That's just truth. I know it isn't true that they are. They're not. I have a ton of Indian friends being in the IT world. You know, so I, I certainly get it. But the middle American people, they'll associate one or the other and they will not vote for him. It's just the way it is. I don't, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it's the truth. And regardless, I, mean, just, I don't think he has a shot. I mean, if I'm wrong, talk to me in a year and a half, yeah. and I'll say that I'm wrong. Uh, but right now, I don't he, see it happening. 
He's not getting out of the primaries. He might not even get into the primaries. Quite honestly, he doesn't have enough percent. Uh, let's see. Trump, 56%. DeSantis, 17%. Uh, good old Vivek at 8%. Right. Pence at 7%. Nikki Haley, 3%. Tim Scott, 3%. Chris Christie shouldn't even be on anywhere. Then Asa Hutchinson at 1%. Whoever the hell that is. Well, he might get into the primary then if he's if he's third. Well, good for him. Yeah, and that's great. Now we can hear what he has to say. And then you can see, you can see how a middle America is going to vote. And they are not going to vote for Vivek. They're just not. Uh, yeah. Vivek is vying for a VP slot. Fine. Good. Look, I'm, I'm not even post- saying I don't even like the guy. I haven't even heard much of what he's had to say. I mean, he's been on Fox a couple of times. And I guess he was all right. Yeah. I, again, I, I won't worry about it till I have to. You know. See how many Vivek signs are on in uh, come next November. Yeah. Vivek. <laughs> Dude, yeah, politics we'll are just so weird, man. I mean, even people on the same side can't seem to fucking agree on on stuff, and it, it's really upsetting because you know, at least pick a side and be friends on the same side. Yeah. Now we're all arguing about who's going to be running for president on the well, Republican side. But that's the political way. These guys will all be running smear campaigns about each other. Donald Trump has been indicted 15 times. Vote DeSantis. And then as soon as as soon as Trump wins, then it'll be like DeSantis will be like, you know, Donald Trump is going to take us to the next generation of greatness in this country. And, you know, like in his concession speech, he'll be saying that. It's just the way it works. They're all lying scumbags, all of them. And it's all pieces of shit. We're we're literally going to vote for who's the least shitty of the pieces of shit. <laughs> that's what sucks. Is that, that's fairly accurate. And you know, I I want to believe in 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 a cause. You know, I want to believe in mm-hmm. in a person that's going to take us to the promised land. I I don't know who is even with the guy that I thought would do it. Yeah. I think he had good ideas to do it, but there was nobody else going to. Even his own party hated Donald Trump. Yeah. And they weren't going to let him do everything that he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter who the hell you put in charge. The system is what's broken. And until you fix the system, you're not going to have anybody lead you to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And we're certainly not going to lead everybody. This isn't a, that's why we're here and bring everybody together kind of a country. It's just not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Yeah. Those ideas are, are ridiculous. I wouldn't even say outdated because they've never been realistic. No, and for anybody to sit on any show and say, "Yeah, we're going to bring people together, all of us, and have a good time," is not ever going to happen. No, nope. and you got to fix the system. Yeah, <laughs> boy, these guys want us to say Vivek. Okay, let's just change our mind. Vivek's the guy. Great, self-made Vivek. millionaire. I'm on board now. Vivek's the guy. <laughs> I never, even said I, I never even said I hated the guy. What I said was, I don't think he has a shot in hell at actually winning. Right. The rest of these episodes of this show are sponsored by Vivek for president. Well, shit. If he wants to buy a commercial, I'm happy to put him on it. Yeah. I'm not Vivek, but I endorse this message. He's our guy. Don't want a, t- a politician who can talk circles around me. Been around enough of those. 
talk to these Republicans and fix this mess. And to be quite honest, I'm kind of irritated with the Republicans at this point. All I see these stupid Republicans doing is, yeah, we're going to have one committee. We're going to have this committee. We're going to have that committee. We're going to look into Hunter Biden. We're going to look into this. We're going to look into that. Nothing's happening. Actually do something. Quit having committees on all the tax dollars and actually do something. Hunter Biden is going to be ice skating with my family you know, this year because he's going to not be in prison. He's going to be having a good time. That's right. And what committee is doing any good? None of it. Well, I mean, you played the clip earlier of stupid-ass John Kerry talking about if he owns a plane or not. What does that have to do with all the problems we have right now? Well, because he's the climate czar. Everybody so says, you know, but then he says, no, I didn't own a plane. There's no, I did not own a plane. My wife did. Oh, okay. Well, then he never got on it. I get it. I get it. But I mean, how much time are we going to waste on that shit? Like, where, the guy, I, where the other guy comes up, well, I've got the gotcha. Here's the here's the proof that you're on a plane. I'm sick of all these politicians. I'm sick of all these people saying they're going to change everything. None of them are going to change it. If you think that they're going to let Vivek Ramaswamy go into the, be the president of the United States and let him do whatever the hell he wants to do, you were as mistaken as you were when you thought Donald Trump was going to be able to do yeah. whatever he was wanted to do. They're not going to let him do it, mm-hmm. the Republicans or the Democrats. You know who else I heard would be a good president? President Mohammed Atta Jr. <laughs> Might as well vote for him too, right? Because he's got good ideas and he can talk circles around me and you. It's, it's unbelievable. I, I, I get so sick and tired of all of it. I don't know. Because all of them suck and all nobody's actually doing anything to help anybody. Every committee that the Republicans wanted to do, I was on board and saying, yes, look into Hunter Biden. Yes, look into the laptop. Yes, look into you know Biden's dealings with businesses overseas. Look at all this. And they have done nothing. Yeah, they the great committee that got Hunter Biden investigated, got him a plea deal where he's not going to spend a a day in jail, not an hour for all the crap that he did. There's video of the guy doing coke on a laptop. There's video of it with hookers. There's pictures of hookers riding his dick. And you know what? He's going to spend no time in jail. If that was me, I'd be in jail tomorrow because there's evidence of it. There's proof that he did what he did of weighing out crack cocaine on a scale, and nothing is happening to the guy. If it was me or you, we'd be in jail. These committees do nothing. The Republicans are doing nothing. The Democrats are destroying the country. So right. what do you want? You want me to go out and vote for Vivek Ramaswamy? I'll vote for him. What's he going to do? Nothing. Nothing, nothing at all. Uh, it's just a mess, dude. They're still trying to destroy the outsider Trump. What do you think they will do to your guy Vivek? Exactly. The same. You know what? Trump, I think, at least has the balls to stand up to him. I don't know if anybody else has the balls to do that. Yeah, maybe Vivek it. does. I don't know anything about him. Well, I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll know in the coming months because seems like seems like he's got a he's got a following here. Two people on our I, show. <laughs> I think they left. Off topic, but I just had a hankering for the Salisbury steak and mashed potato school lunch. Okay, <laughs> that's really <laughs> off topic. When they get in, they they do nothing. That's true. I don't know what to tell you. Nobody does anything. They don't. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I I am Republican. I believe in the values of the Republican Party. I do. I am. You know, I hate abortion. I'm for capitalism. I am a Republican through and through. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I am sick and tired of my party not standing up for me and not doing anything. Mm-hmm. I'm sick and tired of it. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of 
the, the, the left being able to kind of get away with murder, literally, uh, Hillary Clinton, and, and nothing happens. We don't do anything. The, the Republicans are a bunch of cowards and pussies at this point. And if they don't start standing up, this country's going to go to hell a lot quicker than you think. What do you mean going to go? <laughs> Proof's already in the pudding. You know, I mean, we're already gone. We're already a gone nation. We're done. I don't say. Do you really think there's any coming back? No, I, I don't. Man, did I strike a chord? No, you didn't strike a chord, Sandy. What you did was it, it almost insulted me and Chris by sitting there saying that Vivek is going to go ahead and talk circles around us. I don't care. I, I don't think he's going to do anything. I don't think he's going to be president. I don't think that even if he got, by the grace of God, was elected president of the United States. I don't think he would have the balls to stand up to the government the way that Donald Trump did, and I, I don't think it would happen. But I don't think he has a shot in hell of getting elected. Does he no. have money? I'm just curious. Does he's a billionaire? I, is yeah. he a Vivek is a billionaire too? Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know anything about him, so I'm. I, I'll be the first one to admit I'm talking out my ass because I don't. I personally, and I'll tell the whole audience this way ahead of time. I'll never be a cheerleader for a fucking candidate ever. I think every every president in my lifetime, except Carter, should have been in jail for treason. I'll stand by that. I'll answer for every single one of them if you want to go down the list. I definitely think that all the presidents are scumbags. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, there ain't one that's better than the other. That Which is why I don't know anything about Vivek, because he's just another one as far as I'm concerned. Until he so, shows me he's not, he is. Do you think that there is any coming back from where we're at now with this craziness, no. this madness that's going on with our children, this madness that's going on with schools and everything else? Do you think there's any kind of coming back from this? No, I don't. I not 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 the way we're constituted right now. No way. Absolutely not because there's no discipline. There's no discipline in per, in people and there's no um there's no consequence for doing wrong. The government, the government, the system by which we are guided, and I don't want to say laws because I don't want to talk about laws anymore. Nobody follows them. I'm just talking about the system by which we are guided no longer puts consequences for anything short of rape or murder. There's just no consequence for it. I mean, dude, you watch TikTok. How many videos are there of people just cold cocking people with bricks? Or just walking into stores, you know, you the, the infamous one, the guy in the Walmart with the with the torch, yeah, had a torch to cut the lock off of a thing to steal whatever <laughs> he was stealing. No one stopped him. Nobody in the store stopped him. No police came up and stopped him. We've disintegrated almost to Mad Max levels, and we're just going to keep going down that path. The further down the road we go with no laws, the more it's going to be. What kind of power do you have? If you can knock somebody out in a store, then you can own the store. If you've got a gun, then you can own a street. If you've got people with guns, then you can own a city. That's what it's slowly getting into is Mad Max times. That's what we're disintegrating into. And to think that some dumbass president, whether it's Trump or Vivek or whoever. Biden or whoever, whether to think that one of those guys is going to be the guy that's going to turn the people around now that the people have been let to be the animals that we are Pfft, no chance somewhere you have to find somewhere the animals have to be tamed again we've lived in a society think about history if you would for a second when we first broke away from uh england we ran amok 
Everything ran amok. We ran crazy. We grabbed up slaves. We, you know, we had slaves. We had, you know, people could just go out. And if you could kick the other guy's ass, then you could take their land. And you could, if, if you could find gold in a lake and it was somebody else's lake and you shot them, then it was your lake. You know, the Wild West, all that time. But then the laws, the laws of the land tamed us for a while, tamed us down right up until President Obama and probably before that. But Obama's a good kickoff place because once President Obama got in, all that taming that got done into a livable, not great, but livable society where people wanted to be Americans and people had civic pride and people had national pride. And, you know, all of that taming was pushed away with Obama. It was none of the old rules matter. You want to be gay and be married? Go ahead. Uh, he told, what's his name? The uh, Holder, don't enforce the laws. He literally said, if people are, are elected for this or are, are charged with this, don't enforce it. So he literally, in that move, he said, no more taming everybody. Everybody's free to do whatever the hell they want to do. And now, what are we, 12, 10 years later, look at what that's gotten us by not taming anything. We're a mess. There's only one way to do it, and that's to tame the, to tame it again. Unfortunately, Chris, only a war can save this country, not a Vietnam-type war, but a 9-11-type situation. Don't for, for a time, only for a time being, though. I mean, that's I mean, that's no, what nine eleven did. Nine eleven came this for a little while. Nine eleven gave this country some sort of that pride back, and then it goes away. After a while, people forget because they're assholes, and then mm-hmm. it goes away. But you're right. I I don't know how you get people in line again. I I don't I don't know how you tell people that they can't steal there's anymore. One, I don't know how you tell to, people that they can't do it. There's one way to do it, by force. That's the way we did it the first time. That's the way we did it. Think about and again, I'm I'm playing history guy a little bit here, but we all have seen all the movies about the Wild West and all the sheriff versus the versus the quick draw at the, in the center of town and all that kind of stuff, right? But what all that did was you had sheriffs that were badasses and they ended the crime. They didn't they didn't put you in jail for 3 weeks to calm you down. They put you in a hole. They were like, you're coming in here to rob horses from our people. I'm going to shoot you dead. Remember, they used to gather up their posse to go chase people down, not to capture them and put them in jail, but to shoot them dead, to take that element off of the street. That's the only way that we fix things. So, I mean, you're you're talking about maybe like the military would have to go if city you can trust the military, start rounding now. people up and and, and I mean, because I, there's there's too many people committing the crimes. There's too many weird people out there that are doing things wrong. Yeah, that you you can't just have. Well, that goes back police. to why I said I think it's done. I don't think there's enough people in the military to police it. I don't. I think we've gone so far down the not policing, the tragic. You know, why in the world, I'll just throw one example, but there's a hundred and I'll go to the, I'll go to the crazy level. Why in the hell is there a single one, let alone probably a hundred, but why is there one serial killer in jail? 
Why aren't they taken off the planet? They just shoot them. Yeah. Why isn't the message sent? If you're caught doing this, you're done. You're done. You take a bullet in the head and you're done. You know, say what you want about Saddam Hussein and Uday and Kusay. They didn't have any thieving problems. Yeah. If you knew you were going to lose your arm or your life because you stole a loaf of bread, you know what you didn't do? Steal a loaf of bread. You toughed it out. You dealt with it. Law enforcement isn't the job of the military. Whoa, whoa, I agree. Whoa. Then what do you do? Because we don't have enough police to do it, nor do we let no. the police do their jobs. You so- can't. That's what I'm saying is you can't. You can't fix it. It's too It's too widespread. It's been too opened up already. So what's the future look like then? Bleak. Chaos? Bleak, yes. <laughs> Mad Max. You don't think that we're going down a road to Mad Maxville. Honestly. I, I, I would hope not. But, you but maybe we are. Okay, when you watch a TikTok video and you see a DoorDash driver driving down the street and then his car is swarmed and he's pulled out of his car, beaten to death, and they steal his car, that doesn't make you think that that's Mad Max? It does. It absolutely does. How often do you see that video? I see videos like that all the time. Which means it's happening all the time. It's yes. not the same video from a different angle. No. No. So it's happening. Mad Max is, dude, we talked about this last week about um, about how scary it can be downtown and downtown Cleveland now. Did you ever fear downtown Cleveland ever? No, but now, now I, I do. do. Yeah. Yeah, now it's like, fuck that. I'm not going down there. You know, it's, there's only one way to put this genie back in the bottle, and that's the stuffer in it. There's no way to, there's no way to, Tell people, well, the right thing to do is not steal. Well, the right thing to do is behave. Well, the right thing to do is obey the laws. That is That day is done. And that is the fault of the Democratic Party. That is the fault of the politicians. It's the fault of the Republican Party in a lot of ways as well. It's the fault of, of even bigger situations that make people feel less important, like bailing out the car companies. You know, tell me when they bailed out the car companies, you didn't sit back at least for a second and go, well, what if I got in trouble with my car loan? Are you going to bail me out? Of course. Of course. I you, thought you thought the same thing, which makes you feel like you are less important. So why why even give a shit about what they're saying and what they're telling you to do? Yeah, absolutely. And that's the problem. We have been marginalized into animals now. You know, we've been marginalized to the point that there is no fixing it. The guys like us that are older, we have good intentions still. These younger kids, 90% of them do not have good intention. Their only intention is themselves. They right. don't care. They don't care about their city. They don't care about their streets. Dude, I'm not saying your daughter because I don't know your daughter. Take your daughter's friends. Do you think your daughter, and we'll go with something easy. Do you think your daughter's friends have a problem with littering? Just throwing a wrapper out the car. No, no, there's no civic pride like there used to be. None. But when you were a kid, think about when we were kids. You went to McDonald's at 2 in the morning on a Saturday night with your boys. Even if you guys were drinking and drunk or whatever, if you went to throw something out the window, somebody in the car would have been like, hey, what are you doing? 
Yeah. <laughs> you know. That is true. It's it's a different mindset now. The the civic pride is gone. Country pride is gone. American pride is gone. Human pride is gone. You know, we don't have any of the pride for any of this stuff anymore. And that is, uh, you know, that's a big, big, big problem. And see, Jim is right here. And now we're bailing out loans for college students. And yeah. This is what goes on with every. There isn't any consequences, just like you yeah. said. There's no consequences for even going to college. No. Going to college meant that you wanted to pursue your education and further your career whatever it is that you're going to do and you had to pay for that you had yeah. to go and you had to, to, you had to take money. a risk you had to take a risk and do it and now yeah. they're just letting people get off scot-free they want to just hand them money here there yeah. isn't and jim is right again a minority rules that's true and it didn't used to be like that no and maybe well, that's why we got to vote yes on issue one. Oh, by the way well but think about you know go back to the college for a minute the risk equaled the reward. You risked your future for your future. I'll, I'll point it into my, my little pinball business out in Pennsylvania. I didn't have a ton of money. I'll, I'll tell you how much I had. I don't care if anybody knows. I put $75,000, which was everything that I had, into it. Literally said, if this doesn't work, I'm going to have to go back to a job. Now, this is after 14 years of working on my own, you know, and going through a divorce and everything else. And I, I raised back up some money. I put all of it into Pinball PA. I took the risk. That risk could have failed. That business could have lasted three months and then had four people come into it. I didn't. It did okay. We're still, I mean, we're still, nobody's getting rich. I'll tell you that, nobody's getting rich at Pinball PA. But, um, but I took the risk. The risk equaled the reward. The reward for me being that I don't have to go out to a job every single day. That is gone now. If you take in the, well, I made a bad mistake because I took um, I took literary arts as my bachelor's degree and I can't find a job doing it. Well, we'll just pay it off for you. And then you add into the fact that, well, I'm going to be a sweeper at um at sheets i'm going to sweep the floors but i demand 15 to 18 dollars an hour well now you don't even have to you don't even have to put in the risk to grow with a company now you can get a livable wage for doing a non a, a job that's not meant to be a livable job yeah it sucks it's 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 a it's a total system on every front that's out of balance and to to try and say well, what change can we make to put it back? I don't see it. Well, all right. On that note, on the happy note, let's take a quick break and then uh, okay. talk about what we got coming up uh, the rest of the week here. So okay, good. cool. All yep. right, hang on. What's going on, everybody? It is Chris Aiken from Chris Aiken Presents and the Seth Williams Show and, of course, the Classic Metal Show. And I know you need someone to be told something, right? Whether it's something nice, something not so nice. Maybe you need somebody fired and you just don't have the guts to do it. Maybe you need to tell your girlfriend to hit the pavement. Maybe you need to tell the boyfriend to hit the streets. Whatever it is, I got you covered. Right here with my Cameo. Cameo.com slash Chris Aiken. I will tell them and I won't be nice unless you want me to be. If you want me to be nice about it, I will certainly give the sweetest message possible. 
But if you need evil with a lot of F-bombs and a lot of words that I just can't even say on any sort of radio or TV program, I'll do that for you, too. One more time, cameo.com slash Chris Aiken. Buy a cameo from me, and I will tell them like it is the way you want them told. All right, see ya! There's no place like home, and whether it's furniture, artwork, home accessories, appliances, or that one-of-a-kind collectible, Yellow Brick Road Online Auctions allows you to find everything you need from the comfort of your own home. The owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions has been conducting online estate auctions for over eight years by providing homeowners with a stress-free process to liquidate all items that have accumulated over the years. I'm Melissa Mendici, owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions. Log on today to find your heart's desire. Hey, it's Seth from Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road in the Pleasant Valley Shopping Center right next to Big Lots. You got to check out Mario, man. Great guy, does a lot for charities, but can perform miracles with hair. He even made me look clean cut. Does my hair, does a great job. Love talking to the guy while I'm sitting there. It's a great place to go local business. You gotta go to Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road. Again, in Parma, Pleasant Valley Shopping Center, right next to Big Lots. Or give them a call, 216-520-1977. That's 216-520-1977, Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Oh my God, Staples actually sells Staples. Right back here at the Seth Williams Show with Chris Aiken. Yes, sir. Um, I, I'm reading some of the Rumble chat real quick. And, yeah. um, in the Rumble, I wish we could pop these up. Not yet, but StreamYard says it's coming soon. But um, uh, they're saying that um, all that has to be done is restore law and order, and much of it will go away back to pre-2020 levels. Maybe. Rudy Giuliani brought law, law and order to New York City with the yeah. same plan. It's true. But you're talking about then getting mayors like the one in New York City, yeah, one in Chicago, and people like that to uh, do the right thing. And I, I don't think you can count on that. Well, and that's that. Therein lies the problem. I, I don't disagree that some real law and order and some tough law and order and some stuff that won't feel good is w- would fix some problems. The problem is what politician has the stones to stand up for something that doesn't feel good. That's that's where the problem lies. And again, anyway. Jim, vote yes on issue one, majority rules. Okay, yeah. I'm voting yes on issue one. I may not vote for Vivek, but I'm going to find some Vivek Ramaswamy uh, videos to try to play on, on yeah. Wednesday's show. Is he not on TikTok? <laughs> I'm sure he's somewhere. I'm sure he, I, I'm imagining he is on TikTok, so I'll find something. I was gonna say if he's on TikTok, you'll you'll find him. I'll find it. <laughs> I I don't know how to do shit on like a lot of technology stuff. I know how to run a radio station, and I know how to. Uh, I just got a service update on from the U.S. government on my TikTok phone. Uh oh. But I accepted whatever it is. There's a bunch of Vivek stuff on on TikTok. So I'll right. have some Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. Stuff yeah. for, for Wednesday's show. Yeah. Uh, so we could discuss that if you'd like. And then okay. also uh, we have Moon Fever. Moon Fever. That's Moon right. Fever coming up on Wednesday. Band. Yep. Like that. Them. Tony Masashi will be on on Wednesday. Yeah. Next week, yes. Monday, we have Monday Saliva on. Yes. Correct? 
We have Saliva coming on to talk about uh, their their upcoming tour. And then yeah. a lot of people may not know Saliva, some of the people that listen, but I was a big fan of the band. And Trip actually, when home. when Triv was not there, yeah. I would open up pretty much every show with uh, one of their songs. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. I used to Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, all the time. So yeah. um, they are a big band, and they will be joining us on Monday. They will be. And then on uh, Wednesday, we it's not confirmed yet, but I'm going to have to reach out and say, what the hell? We're supposed to have Drowning Pool as well. So Big band as well. Uh, love that. Let those Let the bodies, bodies hit the floor. Hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Good stuff. So. Yeah. And for somebody asked about me doing Chris Aiken Presents tonight, yes, I will be doing that in two hours. Um, myself and Eric will be um, will be doing the show. Um, we have uh, Dinzi, who was the vocalist for the band Bow Wow Wow, with um, Eric. Um, Eric was in Bow Wow Wow for a minute as well, and Dinzi was the singer. So we will have her on, and then we will have Aaron Lee, the... Um, the bassist of the band Y&T on as well. So. Very cool. And we did an interview earlier today. We did. The lovely Serena Talee. And we're going to be putting that up somewhere at some point. Yeah, it'll be it'll be up on, on something here. There she is. Yeah. yeah she's a, she is a good looker. She is. And she uh, was very cool. Very nice. And yeah. I asked her how to swear in Swiss German. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. So you can hear that interview. We'll let you know where that's going to be. Yeah, it'll be on um, Odyssey for sure, and um, the the website and blah blah blah. It'll be up. Fantastic. Coming. Appreciate soon. everybody listening tonight. Much appreciated. God willing, to talk to you on Wednesday with a bunch of cool stuff, uh, including Vivek Ramaswamy. That's right. So you can everybody can relax. I'm going to have a good breakfast on Sunday with my friends and talk <laughs> about Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> and hopefully nobody will choke on a pancake. Have a go. great uh, next couple of days. And Chris, I will talk to you soon. Thank you, man. All right. See ya. See ya.